Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host David Bell, and I'm your guest Darlene Hodge. Steve, hi. How are you? How I'm, are you? I am good. I am ready to get married and then continue on like everything yeah. else is normal. <laughs> right. We are gonna do the. We're gonna do the wedding here on the podcast. Yep. Um, uh, no, congratulations. <laughs> I'm so excited uh, for it. Thank you, thank you. It's going to be fun. It will be very fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. And looking forward to getting a sweet, sweet podcast episode out of it. I mean, yeah. Are we going to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 of yeah. course. <laughs> I just always assumed that we would I, be recording. I, just bring, <laughs> right. bring your mics to the venue. We'll have mm-hmm. a spot for mm-hmm. you. No worries. Mm-hmm. We'll get... We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it right there. Yeah, we'll just right during the ceremony. We'll set up a little table, and uh, we'll be we'll be shitty at about movies while you're trying right. to get married. Right, right, right. Just compare Man, compare you... our wedding to every like marriage and various movies. Yeah, I'll just give each one. To, uh, yeah, the, the end of the oh. graduate or something. Yeah, yeah. You revealed that there's going to be donuts, and uh, let me tell you, I am going to embarrass myself. Uh, with oh, those yeah. donuts. I think, I think there's I'm gonna it's gonna be get it <laughs> getting some of your <laughs> friends together for the first time since the pandemic uh, around a table full of donuts is gonna yeah. get dark I mean that's yeah. fine that's <laughs> so. all, I will right be right there with you because I've been denying myself donuts for like the last month because I can't not mm. fit in this dress yeah. so yeah I'm gonna be right there with you <laughs> I'm good <laughs> just all be quietly eating donuts, not even talking to each other. Just everybody just like s- yeah. standing around them. The donuts will rue this day. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, what else you been up to? It's really just. I imagine it's kind of w- very singular minded right now. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just wedding stuff like crazy, and then making art for my shops, and that's. A- about it nothing nothing exciting because there's still a pandemic (laughs) what what kind of art what kind of shops is there an address Um, to uh yes i have i have two shops uh one of like kind of cute fantasy art type things and stickers at starleenarts.com and then a brand new uh judaica arts and crafts shop called atarasarena.com 
Uh, All so right. Those are my two art shops. <laughs> cool. Go get some stickers. I yeah. would appreciate it. Weddings are expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. I feel like, yeah, everybody go support the wedding. Yeah, buy some stickers. Get some sticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put them on things like animals. Mm-hmm. Do the whole, put them on donuts. Put it on wine yeah. bottles and notebooks and your friend's laptops. <laughs> and animals. And yeah. animals. Yeah. And donuts. Yeah, put a stick, yeah, yeah, put a sticker on the side of a cat. You'll have a great, like, ten minutes of yeah. entertainment. <laughs> yeah, well, it flips out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to destroy that relationship, but still. Yeah, it was, it was already. It's a cat. Like, you just get yeah. another one. Whatever. I, speaking of which, I am... I'm getting another cat soon, you guys. Really? Oh, no. Me and oh, Hannah. No. Yeah, Hannah's been itching for a cat. She's been looking at it. She's been on the cat Tinder. Oh. I think I think I think in May, I think we're gonna pull the trigger. Are you gonna get a kitten or like an like another old soul? So I would love to get an older cat, but I think we have to get a kitten because it won't know to hate yet, and kitten's gonna do enough hating for both of them. Like kitten is <laughs> not gonna be happy. Uh, and so I think we need like a kitten that doesn't that can like follow her lead, you know? Yes. And uh, yeah, as opposed to a cat that's set in their ways. I would love to get an older cat, but yeah, I think it would be a shit show. But I mean, kitten uh, kitten has been used to other older cats hanging out with it periodically in its life. Yes. Yes, but it's it's hit or miss. Mm. That's the thing. Is she? If the other cat is aggressive, then Kitten will not deal with it. The other cat has to be very chill already. Uh, and even then, it's a problem. Okay. Uh, she, yeah, I've, I've, I've cat set for Robert Evans, and that cat is, is, is chill to an extent. But it's like I've, every time I cat set for the first <laughs> like week, that it's like they never met each other. And it's like every time, it's like fur flying just so pissed off and it's like you guys know each other you've lived together for years and so it's like i have to reintroduce them every time mm -hmm. and then they get along so i don't know i just figure a kitten is probably a safer bet okay well hit me up after the show i have a friend who's currently fostering a bunch of kittens <gasps> so oh no yeah okay <laughs> good to know good to know oh shit I gotta figure out what to name it. I assume Hana will. I'm gonna give Hana the honors because I named Kitten and I didn't do a very good job at it. So no, you've you've actually thwarted this conversation a great deal by naming your cat that. I know it's very <laughs> difficult. Kitten, just Kitten too. Yeah. Or both yeah, of yeah. them are just named Kitten, and this just is. Or you just call yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You, you call the kitten Cat. Cat. <laughs> I was thinking actually Puppy. Uh, oh. So we have Kitten yeah, and Puppy. Yeah, that would be that would be a thing you could do. Yeah, that's a thing. She should just name know, it man. Dave. Yeah. Yeah, little Dave. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many. There's so, the possibilities are endless. Could name it Shittin'. Oh, yeah. Shit it's kitten. right there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cute. Kitten and Shittin'. There's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll keep you guys updated. You could name it Soda. Soda? Soda? Could name it Soda? Yeah. I always wanted to... I was thinking Burden, because that sounds like a cute oh, name. I like Burden. And it also... Yeah, and it also like perfectly describes what the animal is in my life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I like that. Would your audience, you think, would you be open to audience suggestions? 
People can tweet at me. I'll ignore it, but I'll be, I'm open to it. Yeah. Like I'm opening. Feel I'm free. open to people doing that. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm gonna do anything. Like yeah, no, read the suggestions. No guarantee that I'll even acknowledge it. But yeah, you are yeah. free to do so. Someone just yeah. might have the perfect name. That's true. Uh, Tom, how are you? We're going around the table. Oh, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Any new cats? No, all I'm thinking about cruising Weddings? by that that uh, that uh, a friend of stars that has a, a litter of kittens to give away. You gonna do it? You gonna grab one? Uh, yeah, possibly. All right. You I know, mean, depending. Depending. I gotta I gotta check with some people. Sure. On uh. <laughs> what are you know. gonna name it? Um, what are you gonna name your three new cats? I don't know. Contraband. That's definitely <laughs> Ooh, one. That's a good one. Yeah. Contraband. <laughs> Window, probably. One of them would probably be called Window. Window? These are great. You're killing it. And then if you got one called Window, you gotta have one called Bus Driver. Bus Driver is. Oh, so, these yeah. are all so fucking good. So, yeah, we've got. Uh, what did I say? Cat BD. Contraband. <laughs> Contraband, Window, and Bus Driver. I really like naming cats after, like, objects. Like, or concepts. Just, or concepts, concepts yeah, that's really good. Uh, a plus in my book. Or yeah, I'm, I'm Ooh. <laughs> good cat name, fear. Yeah, oh just yeah. fear. Fear, terror. Yeah. Yep. Ooh. I'm a big fan of naming anim- animals after intangible concepts. Yeah. Oh man. Just call 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 one of the kittens time travel, Dave. Time travel. Yeah. Math. Ve- just relativity. Ve- yeah, relativity. Yeah. Ve- vehicular homicide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of weird names, uh, we could thank some producers. You guys want to thank some producers? All right. Well, a uh, big thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Hamfuls. Thank you. Thank you to the <laughs> conveniently placed self destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank you. Thank you to Left. Thank you. Th- thank you, Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank you. Thank you to Ryan, the Silly Money Goose. Thank you. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Ah, uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to, uh, where am I? Mike the Lurker. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you to DJ Finney. Mm, on the ones Thank, and twos. Yeah. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Toot toot. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Sure does. And thank you to David Knife Boot Hanson. Thank you. All right, let me swoop in here. Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you. Thank you to Look Mom on a podcast. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to Deborah's Awesome, Barbara's Great, and Cancer Can Go to Hell. Thank you. <sighs> All right. Thank you to Numina Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. What? Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that is, uh, yeah. <laughs> we know oh who that is. <laughs> We know who it is. You know who it is. Yeah, you know who that is. <laughs> uh, thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you. Thank you to Davy Francis for the revenge. Thank you. And thank you to MVB. Thank you. Oh man, what a delightful, what a what a smorgasbord, Dave. <laughs> what a cornucopia of producers. We, yes. Also. Uh, quite a selection of trailers we got here. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, that is. This why was we're actually 
Yeah, this was actually a trailer we missed last week. I got a text from my sister about this first one. It was like, how did you not talk about the baby? I don't know. Yeah, yeah neither not, do I. I had not heard of this until I saw this link, and I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a perfect idea, which is a, a woman finds a baby that ruins her life and I think kills all her friends or like kills the people around her. It's a very cynical view of a baby. I mean, it's yeah. not, it feels like that's not, I know it's cynical, but I'm like, they're not, they're not I, lying. No, <laughs> no, what it looks like they're doing is it, it looks like they're taking all of, they're making everything. It's like literal. It's, it's a literal version of what goes into raising a child and kind of like how becoming a parent makes you a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like these things are like where um Oh, I don't uh, now now my mind's blanking on examples, but like she starts to get real paranoid about people coming near the baby because it's going to harm them, but of course that that's just like, you know, like real hardcore helicopter parents or like, you know, when you yeah. first have a baby, every you just you're struggling to keep them alive basically like anything. <laughs> Like can... they're they're so vulnerable. Yes, that, they're the yeah. most vulnerable <laughs> things ever. So you're, you I, you I become this paranoid little basket case. Yeah. The, the what got no. what got me most in the trailer was how like all her social relationships were like just disappearing. Yeah. Because of the baby, right. and I'm like, oh, that's just what happens. Like yep. I have friends who have babies, yeah. and I don't really see them for a year, and then like it's like they come out of a cave where she's like, hi, it's like, oh my god, I missed you. <laughs> It's it's very Jordan Peele this yeah. idea. It's a movie, right? It's on HBO. Yeah, it's a limited. It's a... It looks like a limited series. Uh, oh, okay. It's from yeah. the UK. Um, so yeah. So it's one of those it, like uh, three episodes, but each episode is probably like a movie type situation. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're it's all they're British presenting it. Yeah, they're presenting it very much like a horror, but they call it a comedy in the yeah, in and the, the trailer's mostly funny. Yeah, that's true. It has well, horror I guess beats, it's more but of like the tone. The tone yeah. is very horror. Yeah, uh, it's coming out the twenty fourth of April, so soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in checking and, this one out. The only thing uh, you mentioned, Jordan Peele, and it is super similar, but I f- it feels even more intentionally so. But it feels like more obvious than yes, it's very like obvious. It, but it's intentionally obvious. Yeah, yes. I, they're not trying to like be like we're art here and let's like make people figure out the meaning they're like no we want to make this as clear as possible <laughs> the meaning is very clear and they called it the baby like there's no <laughs> mystery here <laughs> right i think i'm tr- yeah i'm trying to think of what else it's like because i do feel like there's things that's been like this where it's like we're not yeah we're absolutely not hiding what this is about and oh, they're not um i don't know um I don't know. Yeah, I'm not immediately. Uh, we don't have to bring. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say like maybe Bridgerton. Bridgerton's like that in that sense of like this is exactly what we are. This is fluff. It's not real. Right. Watch, watch it. It's 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 a romance novel on screen, kind of. Thing. Right. Yeah. Because I, I I guess I'm thinking like like Alex Garland's new one Men, where it's like I, gee, oh, yeah, I wonder yeah. what this is about. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but like <laughs> compared to like Alex Garland's Annihilation, where there's like, right. like that's really, really dense. And this is just like, well, no, this the, the metaphor is very obvious and we want you to to yeah. Fi- yeah. to spot this right away. Uh, right. Because right honestly, how do you hide the metaphor? Yeah. You know, like you, you have to be like, yeah, we all see what this is about. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. This baby's scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you this know, is going to oh, be a fun one. That, this here's it reminds me of um, she dies tomorrow, Dave. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Star, I assume you haven't seen She Dies Tomorrow. I have definitely not. <laughs> it's about a woman who one day decides, I'm going to die tomorrow. There's no, there's no reason to think it. And then everybody around her starts slowly deciding they're also going to die tomorrow. Oh. And it's just like a, it's like a pandemic where everybody becomes like convinced that this is their last day on Earth. It's really, it's a really interesting idea. That feels like like a like a Japanese horror type story, right? Yeah, the, and yeah. it's the it's it, the idea is it's about anxiety and like what if? So, so what made me think of it in has it compares to the baby is like the baby is like well what if everything about raising a child was literal like all those fears were literal and yeah, like yeah, so yeah. she right. she dies tomorrow. It's like well what if anxiety was contagious? Yeah, um, ah. it's. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really interesting horror movie because it's not really horror. Like it's something you could uh, from what I recall, you could watch it just fine. Yeah, this it's just If it's similar yeah. to like how this baby at commercial, not commercial, like trailer was, like this right. is as far as like my horror kind of goes where I'm like, okay, like there's something into like oh, they're like keeping it light with humor even though it's dark. Like I could like live in that world. Versus right. like um, one of the other trailers that you showed where I did not finish the trailer, Dave. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, is it the that, crow? Oh, we'll get. Okay. It's the very <laughs> short trailer that you did not finish. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, let's talk about this next one. Uh, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Oh, um, man. What? With Samuel Jackson doing the intro. Yeah. That I... was the best part of it, I think. I don't know. This looks like... Um... What was the name of that cartoon? That like that Hanna Barbera cartoon dog, like Kung Fui or something? Yes, that's it's Kung yeah. Fui. So this looks like just like the character looks in my mind looks almost identical to Kung Fui. Am I just am I being ridiculous? Or um, I think Kung oh, Fui was blue. Now I gotta look it up. I think he was blue. Here's what I'll say. Um, what sets this out? Or huh? I would argue. Oh no, you're right. He was. Yeah, this is the same dog. So, oh, it's Hong Kong Fui. I'm sorry, not Kung Fui. So, here's something I'm going to need to know about, and we might have to research this. So, did so first of all, yeah, it, it the animation looks nice, but like it does look like a lot of other things. It does. So they mentioned that Mel Brooks is one of the voices. Yeah, which I was like, oh, that's interesting. He's also credited as original writer. Alongside Richard Pryor. Wait, what? I know. And Andrew Bergman. Uh, it it looks like this must have originally been a, a Mel Brooks film that like never got made. Did like, they? Wild. Did they tone yeah. it down because? <laughs> it must be because the other writers are the writers of Blazing Saddles. I okay. Either that or this is like a remake of Blazing Saddles. That doesn't make any sense. No, yeah, I don't see how that works. Let yeah. me, I'm, I'm going to keep exploring a little bit here. Okay, because you, you've now wild. really intrigued me. Because before I was just like, oh, okay, this looks like a movie that like parents are going to be like, God damn it. <laughs> okay, well, here's, all right, here's another factor. It, it looks like it, less good Kung Fu Panda. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, yeah. It was originally titled Blazing Samurai. 
No. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> oh no. Uh, so it is bla- it's think, Blazing Saddles, but set in like cat. But China. samurai movies. Oh no. But obviously they like something happened in the process where they're like, "Will, will you accept a kids movie?" And and I let's see. Okay, okay. I'm, I found it out. Yep. The film is loosely inspired by the 1974 Mel Brooks film, Blazing Saddles. Mm. That is wild. Mm. <laughs> that's, a, that's quite a leap. <laughs> like, yeah. It must, to give him a writing credit, there must be something is, more strongly is, connected to Blazing Saddles than we're seeing in the trailer. Is Samuel character supposed to be playing Richard Pryor's character? Like the... Richard well, Pryor's Richard not Pryor in it. Richard Pryor isn't in it. But I, I'm I'm gonna look this up. I, I assume, yeah, he wrote Blazing Saddles. I assume he was supposed to be in Blazing Saddles. He was supposed to be. Um, pretty sure he was supposed to be Cleavon Little, but there yeah, was yeah, something that's... where he couldn't do it, and I can't remember if it's because he was in like trouble at the time uh, with the he studio. He did get in trouble. I mean, he was constantly in trouble in the seventies. <laughs> <trying laughs> yeah. I can't quite remember. Um, um, but that's one, of the, one of the many the many things that drugs get you yeah. in trouble with. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, like this is. But, like, he's not uh, even. Yeah, like, it's Sam Jackson's samurai, like, mentor character is not really comparable to any character in Blazing Saddles. Kind of Gene Wilder a little bit, but. Yeah, I'm going to have to see Dude, this. Now I have now. to see it. Yeah. Are, are they. Are they going to have, like, a bunch of, like, samurai pretending to be, like, KKK members? Like coming up in there. <laughs> oh boy! Right. I hope so I in this PG movie. <laughs> I just I, like, wait, 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 wait. My memories the, of Blazing Saddles. There are a few things that I remember. <laughs> here's the only thing I can assume is actually going to be the the through line. The only thing I can assume is that it's going to be like a world of cats, right? And the, and then it's a dog trying to be a samurai, like something like that, right? right? They hire a dog to be their local sheriff because they don't care about what happens to him so, exactly so dogs, like, are, I, so dogs are supposed to be the black people I, i'm just guessing just, we're guessing <laughs> well i'm I, what i'm guessing is that like so my, i would i'm fascinated to know the behind the scenes i'm guessing that they wrote it and then the studio was like this is blazing saddles and they were like, wait, what? And they're like, this is Blazing Saddles. We can't make this. Or like Mel Brooks was like, this is, you guys, you're making Blazing Saddles. And he got involved somehow. And it worked out so much that he did a voice. Can I be a cat like, voice and get yeah. get them writing credits? Yeah, exactly. Like, I wonder if I wonder if he was like offered it. And then he looked at the script and he was like, okay, so two things. <laughs> One, you're making a movie I made, and and two, yes, but you have to give the right people money. Like, it, I, that's my only guess. Uh, that's so weird. That is because nothing, just, we just, nothing about man. this trailer. Like, it just looks like it's it's goofy little dog voiced by Michael Sarah wants to be a samurai. Sam Jackson's the the old cat samurai who's kind of over it, but is going to teach him how to be a samurai. And a lot of uh, slapstick hijinks ensue. Yeah, I did he has not to, like, get blazing saddles from that. Yeah. And there's going to be like a girl character who's like way more competent that they're just going to be like put off to the side. It's very okay. I'm... It's very like you know regular movie it's not it didn't seem like anything special yeah so uh i just found uh details 
It is, in fact, a dog who becomes sheriff of a town run sl- solely by cats. Huh. Uh, that is, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> this is interesting because I don't think... So they cast I, I, Michael Sarah as the Cleveland Little character? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, here, my guess is still that that's the only similarity that they're not... Right, gonna, right. They're it's not, nothing not about this trailer component. suggested Blazing Saddles. Yeah. But we went on a journey here. Like, <laughs> oh, there's clearly man. they had to, like, legally... It's kind of like there's been an, a, a few other cases of this, right? Where a movie is so similar to another that they've had to like just say like inspired by this. Yeah, it yeah. happens a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm wondering if it was a legal thing after the fact as opposed to we're setting out to make Blazing Saddles. That's my guess. Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. <laughs> Yeah, Blazing what a saddles. shit! What a shit title too. <laughs> Blazing Samurai would have been better because Pause yeah. of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Right. Here's the other thing: is by naming it Blazing Samurai, there's no way they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Then, right? right. Of course. Right. 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 Yeah. So. Oh no. <laughs> it might I'm, have been. I am now obsessed with this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really might have been them saying like, "We want to honor." mel brooks and like we want to make this film and can we like get him and like we maybe like maybe it yeah maybe it was this from the start and there and it got muddled because they're like yeah blazing samurai and then they changed the name and then it yeah i bet I it was just somebody changing who, oh go ahead i was saying i bet it was somebody who's like a blazing saddles purist like if you can't make this rated r what are you doing don't make yeah. right. blazing saddles <laughs> like right um also did they say that michelle yo is in this yeah yeah oh okay i just missed that i was looking at the names i was like oh shit yeah she's um, it's it, it, they, fla- they flash like five or six names really quickly at the end but yeah, yeah. She's, she's one of them yeah the only one that popped out was mel brooks because you just don't tend to see that name anymore yeah mm-hmm. uh he's pretty old and it looks like he's doing like a bunch of stuff right now. I think maybe it's ki- all kids stuff. So maybe he has like great grandkids or something. I mean, yeah. he must. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. voice acting, like if you're good at it, it's something you could do at home. Right. You know, you and don't it, have to go anywhere. And it also, it keeps you in good with SAG. I, cause I think, I don't know the exact oh. rules, but oh. I know you have to, you have to work every so often in right. order to keep I your mean, membership. He, yeah, he's doing History of the World Part 2 still, so... Yep. Yeah. He's keeping busy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is... Yeah, this was a journey. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm glad we went on this journey together. Man. Same, yeah. same, same, same. I was gonna um, never think about this movie again, and now <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. When does it come out? Uh, I think soon. I don't know. Probably. I think I noticed a lot of trailers are coming out for things that are coming out soon and i think that's a pandemic thing where like they probably had this one in like they probably had a lot of stuff in post-production that they're like okay we're ready uh july july 15th july i'll see it for my birthday uh the bad guy is called ikachu oh no (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's that's ricky gervais's character right uh right Bringing me back down by reminding me that Ricky Gervais is in this. He sure um, one is, of the Dave. directors, one of the directors is um, the director of The Lion King, like the original. Oh, oh, that's good. Good for him. Yeah. And Stuart Little. 
and I don't, and a bunch of other stuff. Because Disney didn't give those guys jack shit no, when they, they, when they remade those movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not, glad, glad not the screenwriters, work. not the directors, even though it's the same fucking movie. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Well, next trailer, I guess. Uh, senior year. <laughs> uh, Dave, you know good and well it's called senior year. Senior year. This is like, this isn't a hit against it, but this is like a lot of comedies rolled into one. It feels like a little 13 going on 30 and like little 21 Jump Street. And never been kissed. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to say, what yeah, was the one yeah. with Drew Barrymore? Um, but I don't know. I, I think this looks well, fun. Yeah, I, I, I like Rebel Wilson. Um, yeah, I did too. And I feel like I haven't seen her in a while, so it's nice to to see. Oh, no, wait. She, she did have that... Um, romantic comedy spoof that came out like two years ago so it hasn't been as okay so it wasn't as long as i thought okay yeah yeah this was just uh, like one of those movies i'm like i saw that looking at the trail I was just like ah oh, this makes me feel a little old <laughs> it kind of does yeah right. it would be like 2002 was gets time it's like flashing back 20 years to 2002 when i was yeah. in high school i was like i was um, in college <laughs> yeah i was like yeah. oh i oh no this is they're making nostalgia for my youth now. They're yeah. making nostalgia for like after my youth. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, oh, oh this no. feels. Oh, it's real bad. It's real bad when people like on social media will talk about a cartoon from 2010 and be yeah. like, "Man, I'm getting old." And I'm like, "I don't even remember that cartoon because I was too busy being an adult." Yeah. Did you? <laughs> the one that really stung today was on Twitter. There was Harrison Ford was trending, so you know I did the Denzel meme. I was like, <gasps> uh, but clicked on oh, it, yeah. and it was it was another one of those guess who this picture is without looking it up, and it's just a picture of Harrison Ford. Right, and I was I like, oh, well, like it's just Harrison Ford. But then I realized, oh right, people in their twenties have only ever seen old Harrison Ford. Right, <laughs> right, it's fucked up. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I just clicked on it. It's just an obvious picture of famous movie star Harrison Ford. Yeah, it's fucked up. Um, I hate it. Yeah, but even like the style of movie feels like it was done in 2000s. Like it's not like this doesn't feel like yeah. a modern comedy. It doesn't, but it, it still like seems fun. Yeah, it has Alicia Silverstone in it, apparently. Oh yeah, I, that uh, she has a, a clueless poster on her wall when yeah. when she wakes up. Oh, the, that's the, interesting. The premise is is Rebel Wilson is uh, li living large as a teen in 2002 as the captain of the cheerleading squad, and then is dropped during a routine and goes into a 20 year coma and wakes up from her coma and wants to finish her senior year. Only now she's 40. Um, yep. Hi, Jason Sue. Are they going to explain? Why she is the only Australian person. Sometimes they're they're just Australians, Dave. I know, Dave. I know, I know. I know. I, I but feel they, like they show, like, her I parents? Do they have an accent? No, her parents are freaking uh, Chris Parnell and... and um, right. Oh, shoot, what's her name? Does she have an accent in the flashbacks? It might be It might be a thing, because I remember, like, way back in the day, like, when Madonna first moved to London, and she, like, suddenly had, like, a London <laughs> accent. Yeah. Ah, so great. that could be like Rebel Wilson's characters is like, oh, I am I am Australian and <laughs> just kinda she went for it. <laughs> like Yeah. That's how I would explain it in universe, but 
I don't know. It, it, it's not like it needs to be explained. It's just funny to me <laughs> because she's very talented. I'm glad she's in the movie. Uh, but it's just like the whole time I was like, so no, no one's weirded out. Right. I like that they're just, uh, Mary Holland is the woman who plays her mom. Right. And she, she was in that uh, movie, uh, Happiest Season. Uh, she's very oh, funny. Okay. Um, yeah, no, none, her parents are, yeah, extremely yeah. not Australian. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I hope it's they, fine. I hope they deal with it just the way they dealt with like Schwarzenegger. Where there's yes. like, Whatever. Yeah, no one's going to It's fine. His name's Jeff, who gives a shit. <laughs> right. He he sells mattresses. I'm like, no, he doesn't. He absolutely does not. I, yeah. I work in computers. No, you fucking don't, you liar. Either that or they could be like, yeah, that hit on your head uh, gave you an accent. <laughs> yeah, now you're from down under. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's... It's it's not aimed for me, I guess, but it it, I, it looks fun. Like I would watch this. Yeah. If I if I get a chance. Oh right, like, it's got uh, it's got Sam Richardson in it too. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, it's got all sorts of people in I'm it. I'm into it. Yeah, it looks it looks silly. It looks fun. Yeah. 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 Um, this next one is called Savage Beauty. This is. I don't what like it, the title. Uh, I will say that right up front. <laughs> this, this. It sounds like like an album title or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like Savage Garden. Yeah. 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 yeah I had uh, this one threw me for a loop because it uh, it the trailer begins in English and then it switches languages halfway through. So I had to start it over with the uh, subtitles on. Right. Oh, I just let um, it play with the different language. I was just like, I think I'm not supposed to understand, but I'm just feeling the vibes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It um it looks intense. I can't it looks kind of like I can't quite tell, but it looks a little like a mix with a star you wrote in the notes Nigerian Succession. Yeah. It felt like a mix between like that and like the Count of Monte Cristo. Like it looks like, yeah, I got the sense that she's like infiltrating this family in order to destroy them. Right. It looked a little, um, talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Oh, go on. I was going to say, there's a moment where like in the trailer, she's asked about being the second wife and stuff like that. So it seems like, mm-hmm. okay, like either she's marrying into this family as the second wife where she's marrying like a son or something like that. And they're trying to like get her out because she's an outsider kind of thing. Yeah. And so the plot. Oh, sorry. no, no, go ahead. Um, Cause my, my, th- I'm still like working on my thought. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the plot described I hear, see here is a woman who goes undercover as the first ambassador <laughs> of a family. Um, and then she's, I guess, trying to take them down. Um, maybe I might be inferring that. That's the plot that I see written here. In oh, okay, a, interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's all right. The actors are South African. Uh, it looks really intense. I mean, I want to see this. I do. I should yeah, start by I, saying that. I want to see it as well. The title put me off just because I'm like any time where there's like a bunch of like black people and they add the word savage, I'm kind of like. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm, what, what's going on there? But I'm also willing to give it a shot. Like, like there's an intention on that name kind of thing. 
Yeah, kind from of, what I'm seeing, the director is also a black woman. I think it's definitely a woman. I I can't find a like. I feel like too much on her. Also, isn't the In fact, isn't this the, isn't even on IMDb yet? Oh, so that's wow. Funny. Yeah. Um, I was saying, isn't the um, I from what I gleaned from the trailer is that the family is like, uh, a big fashion or design family, like a big. It seems like like a big sort of empire like big business empire yes it's a it's a yes it's a beauty empire beauty empire okay Um, so that's yeah that's but you are right stars maybe netflix grabbed this it's probably you know it's probably had a different title in another language and they looked and they're like savage beauty and it's like oh you motherfuckers that went right past me i was like oh okay because it's like it's like a fashion thing all right and i was just like wait wait what are they are like is this what are they implying here? It just right. it just it threw me off for a second because I was waiting to see in the trailer like how it tied into the title, but right. it didn't. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna let that go for now because the rest of this looks really interesting. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a very independent uh, thing that Netflix picked up. It looks like this director has also done another Netflix show, Blood and Water, or at least worked on it. Hmm. So. They probably had a connection, but yeah. I mean, the, yeah. The, 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 again, the movie itself looks fucking cool. Uh, yeah. It, it it's, looks like a 90s thriller where I'm like, I'm not entirely sure what's going on, but everybody is very serious. Yeah. It's and, very <laughs> tense. Yeah. And the cinematography <laughs> looks like really that. nice. I was just like, wow, everybody yeah. looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the sets look good. It's It, it looks good. Yeah. Like, I'm into this. Um, even though I had to restart the trailer, <laughs> like I was just letting it play for a second, like you were saying, just kind of vibing. But then it like it got to be like twenty seconds. It's like I feel like they're dumping plot, and I'm not catching any of it. So let me back mm-hmm. this up. I mean, the show and might no, be I like really that too. Much. Like the show yeah, might yeah. be where it just switches back and forth. Like we do not care. You will get the vibe of this show in yeah. whatever language we're gonna right. put it in. And I'm like, I kind of respect it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. As long as I can follow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks damn good. I think uh, we got a lot of fucking interesting ass trailers. Yeah. This time around. And then, the next one. And then Pause of Fury, although I cannot say that that was not interesting. No, that is extremely <laughs> it was interesting. Very now. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this next one is uh, Stranger Things. Mm. Not familiar? No. <laughs> Season four. Uh,. What do you guys think? I only saw season one. I've never, I never like, really? yeah, I never kept going because season one like spooked me too much. And I was like, I'm good. I get the gist. Um, oh, this probably looks like nonsense. Oh, yeah. Watching it, I was just like, what the hell is happening? What happened to these children? They're all adults now. Why are they still <gasps> dealing with monsters? <laughs> these poor, they have seen some shit. These poor children. <laughs> and then all I know about the i know the name of the the bad guy because D twitter was losing their shit about it yeah <clears throat> wait what is what's he's that like all some, about? he's like some arch lich i think or yeah, lich. The, name, oh. the name of the bad guy is vecna and like apparently that's like a really old old school D boss from like the 70s and so people were excited but also like he was the main bad guy in like the first season of critical role and so people were like 
all, all like the critical role people were like, oh my god, it's Vecna. Remember when like that those people sealed Vecna away? Look where they sealed them to. Crit- they sealed them to Indiana. So it's like that, <laughs> there's a lot of like those jokes, but like Vecna's this like this old school D and D bad guy, and people were stoked. Yeah, you should watch the the other two seasons. They they stuck with that vibe, like the Demogorgon. You know, it's like a D and D creature, and then they had Mind Flayer in the seasons two and three. Oh, yeah, it's a real freaky ass D and D monster. Right. It's mainly because they the kids themselves play a lot of D and D. Yeah, so they and, keep and they're call, naming they the keep identifying monsters. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. I see. So they're just like this creature looks like this thing in this book. Let's name it this. Yep. It works really well because D&D pretty much is like a Rolodex for every monster you can think of. <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah, they, uh, D&D has a name for that already. Yeah, and they're it, obviously um, pretty cool with it. So Yeah. yeah. This, uh, I, I mean, as somebody who's watched all of it, I'm excited for this. This looks yeah. hardcore. Yeah. This looks in- intense. I'm, we I have one more season after this, right? I, like I believe the, so, I like the music yeah. in the trailer. It was cool. Oh, uh, the Journey yeah. remix? <laughs> Get some journey. Yep. 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 <laughs> oh, man. I love. I unironically Wolfhard, love journey. Finn Wolfhard looks like an int. A Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Int. These they like, these kids are turned into these gangly motherfuckers. Yeah. They really are. I was just like, oh, I was just like, oh, like they they went through puberty. They are like, oh yeah. You know, yep. They're hitting hitting adulthood. <laughs> Yeah, they have lost the battle with puberty, yeah, and they, they have are, to accept that. They are screaming into the ugly ears. I mean, yep. yeah, like those early, those like early, early twenties, late teens age groups. Like, no one has their shit together unless you no. have like style. Millie is what's her name? Is that her name? Millie. She's Millie the only, Bobby Brown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's the only one that looks like oh, okay. Like you have a team that's gonna make sure you age gracefully through this, but everybody else, right. I'm like, oh no, help them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think because Millie has like still has the resources because she's doing stuff. Although uh, Wolfheart's doing stuff. He's doing too. a lot too. Yeah. 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 These kids like. This is just the nature of child acting. It's nothing against these kids, but you know, no, after that's the just, show, that's just... they're gonna kind of drop off the face of the earth with all of their money, and that's fine. Yeah, that's what I, I hope would do. They, oh yeah, I hope they invest it well. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I hope those kids are comfortable for the rest of their lives, and they could chill and yeah. don't do anything, anything heinous. You know, <laughs> just like yeah. veg out. Right. They will get through this phase, and then they'll be fine, and they'll look perfectly normal and cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I thank Jesus that I wasn't that 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 my fucking puberty was not broadcast for millions of people on Netflix. Yeah, Jesus, right? it's a nightmare. I feel like, like you should just get paid extra. Any teen yeah. actor is just like, here's extra money. Sorry for the trauma. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you're gonna be like super famous. Oh, cool, but you're gonna look like a little freak while you're famous. <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine going through my teenage years. It's the it's the worst like time. It is the yeah. worst time. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's why people always say to teens like it gets better. Yeah, because like the, like it it kind of always does because being a teenager is awful. Yeah, yeah you're, it's the worst. Your body's against you. Your brain is against you, and your mm-hmm. friends you have are no rights. Kind of against you too because everyone's yeah. just a mess. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is the worst period of life. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are a hideous creature. I feel so bad for the people who are like, no, their teens were the best years of your life. I'm like, oh no, that is a sad, sad existence. If that is the case, 
Yeah. Right. That's, that's, that's a shame. It's, it's Uncle Rico and Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> right, right, right. Would you bet I could throw a football over the mountains? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I've, I've remained, I know people have soured on Stranger Things a little bit, some people, uh, and, and a lot of time has gone in between seasons, but I'm still, still on the Stranger Things bus. You, yeah, me too. Do you think they're I'm gonna, invested. Sorry. Do you, do you think they're going to pull like... Didn't they do this with It, where it's like they started off as kids and then there was like, it went and then they were adults? Mm-hmm. It would be really cool if the final season, they just recast them all and made them like 40. That would be neat. I don't think they're going to do no, that. No, I don't think I they think, will. It, they, so I think Netflix wants two more seasons, right? Or is it just one more? I remember there was back and forth about that and like the Duffer brothers who are the creators and and i think sean levy as well who is director executive producer uh were really wanting five seasons right um but netflix wanted i think one or two more than that so i believe they have settled on five yeah because it feels like they're going to be 30 by the time they i finish. think yeah i think the uh that three-year break in between season three and and season four uh which happened for a lot of reasons including the pandemic yeah probably sort of finish those negotiations for them because it's like well yeah, I, we can't really do this too much longer because these kids are they're just full-on adults now yeah, no I honestly right. wait until they're 30 and do that last season when they're like actually like full-on adults i would be curious to see yeah, how that would they be cool. did yeah. that jump and then they would honor it and it'd be like look there's another one you know yeah and like the way we make things now it's like we love making sequels like 20 years later. So why not plan it in advance? Um, but yeah, like I don't think they can do like no one wants to see a college aged person riding bikes around a neighborhood. No. That's just like, yeah, then that's just no fun. That's just dark. Yeah. So I, was, I don't know. I we'll was see. never going any place good when I was riding my bike in college. Exactly. I, that's, yeah. That is a, someone who is too <laughs> drunk to drive a car. Uh, well. Who is up to no good? I yeah. yeah I just usually. I just drove. <laughs> I like biked to campus because parking on campus was the worst. But mm-hmm. right, it was not a fun time. It was just like I guess here we go. Oh, it's raining every day at four o'clock in Florida, and I'm on a bicycle. Yep. No oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, sucks. I definitely wasn't going on any adventures on my bike. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was muttering to myself, riding back and forth from class until my bike got stolen. Yeah. So that's, yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, so yeah, Stranger right. Things season four. <laughs> yeah, we have a final trailer here. Uh, uh, <laughs> Star, how many Cronenberg films have you watched? All of them? Yeah. Um, yeah. All. All. All of them. Yeah. They're my favorite movies. <laughs> I swear we don't do this on purpose. You say that, but then every time there's always at least one trailer where I'm like, all right, okay. There's no there's no getting around this. This is crimes of the future. We we released our Dead Ringers podcast at the best possible time, Tom. Yeah, by ac- uh, completely by accident. Yeah, this is David Cronenberg whipped out a new film. He sure did. Yeah, I was um, like, this is definitely yeah because as soon as his name popped up and i was just like oh no yeah. <laughs> i was like gonna go ahead and close the browser no no i waited until there was a part where they were like putting stuff in somebody's belly and i was just like and yep i i yeah. i can't i'm out <laughs> so 
I'm so happy for a lot. I'm so happy for so many people. I'm so happy that Cronenberg finally gets the full Twilight cast because he did. He worked with Robert Pattinson with um, what? Cosmopolis. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Shoot. I forgot about yeah. that one. I feel like Pattinson like hung out with Kristen Stewart one day and she's like, man, I want to be in a Cronenberg because she's a weirdo. She is. Right? But she, and she's and cool. Like, I like her. <laughs> she's so cool. I, I love everything she's in. Um, so I'm so happy for her. Yeah. Because this has to have been a bucket list for her of like, I want to be in a Cronenberg film. Of course. Like, of course she wants that. Right. Yeah. yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, I don't I don't care for his movies, but if someone said, do you want to be, like, a weird dead body in one of his movies, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'm just I'm just so happy that this weirdo... <laughs> Hell yeah, what am I going to have, like, an elephant coming out of my chest? Hell yeah, let's yeah, do yeah, it. Like, yeah, like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, I won't be able to look at whatever makeup they put on me. I won't be able to stare at myself, but <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just so happy that... They all got to get together with Vigo and be with, just fucking with creeps. Vigo, yeah, he's got Vigo in it again, right? Also, Scott Speedman's in this. Sure, <laughs> in Underworld. I just learned that Scott Speedman <laughs> is not American. Weird, and he's he just sounds like a superhero, yeah. like he, <laughs> right he, with he, a name like that. Yeah. Um, fucking Cronenberg. Yeah. Who even? What is this about? Does it matter? I have no idea. It's it's uh, it starts with Vigo in like a weird chamber that looks kind of like a Giger uh, tanning bed, and then yeah. uh, Leah Sedu comes up because she's in this movie too, uh, and she gives she him like a, like a look. Weirdo too. Oh yeah, and then Kristen Stewart's like looking through like a like an eye tube that is also poking into somebody's belly. It's all kinds of fucked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, a, this... I think, a skeleton chair. I think I saw that before I noped out. Yeah. I was just like, well, that's oh, yeah. a cool chair. And then, like, and yeah, then there was, like, <laughs> things going to belly. It's like, no. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. I So I looked up. I looked it up. Could you believe that this is about people changing? <laughs> Aren't all <laughs> of his movies, <laughs> yeah. It's about the not-so-distant future in which humankind is learning to adapt to its synthetic surroundings. Oh, this yeah. evolution moves humans beyond their natural state and into metamorphosis, which alters their biological makeup. This feels like an Eon Flux story. Yeah. I'm also happy for Vigo, because he's a weirdo, and I bet he got mm -hmm. a call that was like, you want to be in a Cronenberg film, and then it was a history of violence, and he's like, oh... I mean, this is fun too, but I was kind of wanting like <laughs> right, a bunch got him... of shit hanging off of me or something. Isn't Eastern Promises also Cronenberg, or was that for Hoven? Oh shit, is it? Uh, let me look. Yeah, that that's up. Cronenberg. Yeah. So okay, he's, so he kind of made two gangster movies with Vigo, and now he's getting right. to be in like a straight up Cronenberg fest. Yeah, Vigo on set, he kept nudging him like, "When do I get a weird one?" Uh, you, he's like, you, honestly, like, look, if he's like a weird sex lizard. Of course, he's got to be in a Cronenberg film. Look, right, at right. Uh, so good, good, good yeah, for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, <laughs> very serendipitous that we put out our Dead Ringers podcast. I, I yeah. was very happy for you guys when I saw this trailer existed. I was like, oh, they're gonna enjoy that very much. <laughs> yeah. And we and kicking we did. my little feet watching this <laughs> yeah. trailer. 
Whoa. <laughs> so I didn't know this movie existed. What's that? He made a movie called Spider in 2002, and it's like, yep, that's a Cronenberg. Huh. Um, the, the poster looks like Fear.com. Like, it looks like a cheap horror movie, but it, it's got fucking uh, Ray Fiennes in it. <laughs> and All Gabriel right. Byrne. Okay. It's like, well, shit. Yeah, when Cronenberg rings the Cronenberg bell, every actor comes, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, he got Jude Law. Like he, the yeah, cool never, ones come out yeah, when he rings exactly. the bell. And that's why it's like Kristen Stewart, I'm just happy for her that she gets to work with Jason X's David Cronenberg. I don't, I don't Star know. of Jason X. I don't know yeah. why, but like, I, no, I do know why, but I genuinely, truly believe that one day you guys will work with him. Like, that's... Uh. <laughs> Like, but sincerely, you know how, like, every once in a while you just have a feeling like, yeah, that's for sure going to happen? Like, that's the feeling I get whenever you guys talk about Cronenberg. I'm just like, you guys are going to work together. Like, that's so sweet of you. Thank like, you. It just, uh, yeah. I appreciate you helping us manifest that. Yeah. If anything, if yeah. anything, I'll break into his house and yeah. get arrested. At the for very him. least, I'm going to steal something from him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine the shit he's got in his house? Mm hmm. What if it's just nothing? What if his house right. is just very, like, minimal, <laughs> very conservative. minimal art? Yeah. Like, just like, no, I don't want anything in here. It looks like an empty hotel room. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that's the most disturbing option. Honestly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just that with, like, a, maybe, like, a couple of old birthday cards still standing right. up on his coffee table or something. Right. He's like, oh, you want my art? That's at my studio. Like, I do not keep that at home. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that I separate. <laughs> he just he just gives life. you a haunted look. I must keep them separate. Yes, right. Like <laughs> I'm looking up his acting career, and I forgot that he was in the Stupids. Because mm-hmm. he's in the Stupids. Isn't he just straight up the villain in Nightbreed? Uh, he might be. Yeah, and I guess he's in Star Trek Discovery. He's in it a lot. So that's interesting. Really. Huh. Yeah, uh, he's in seven episodes, which means he's probably like a alien of the week type. Like he's probably like a regular nev- nemesis. Is he, what I'm se- guessing. Did they say what season? Uh, not seeing what season. Oh, okay. I can click on one of the episodes. I haven't watched it. Uh, th- I, this looks like season four. There's four seasons. Okay, I've gotten through like two, and it's fine. I I, I, the, I watch yep. it because I play D anD D with one of the guys on the show, and I was just like, I should watch the show you're in. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And you like, don't have that's fair. To. <laughs> well, I I felt like I was just like I shit. Honestly, like this is this is gonna sound like a name drop, but I sincerely didn't realize that this person was so famous when we started playing together. I was just like, oh, he's just is... some guy. So I play D anD D with Anthony Rapp every once in a while. <laughs> Oh and, yeah, okay. and I, he is rather I, famous. Yeah, I had I had no clue, no idea so how funny. famous this man was. I was just like, oh, he's this guy. He's kind of boisterous on D and D. Like he's fun. This is cool. Great character acting. And then later, I was just like, oh, he's on Star Trek. I'll watch the show. Like why not? He, and I'm he like, he was in oh. an X Files episode. He was in sure X Files. He's in Rent. I was like, what? I was like, oh, he's yeah. like, <laughs> he is in Rent. I was yeah. like, he's I like really... famous. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> He's, he's the bad guy in Road Trip. Yeah. I really like the idea. I really like the conversation of him like, yeah, I'm in a show. And you're like, oh, what is it? And he's like, Star Trek. And you're like, oh, I guess I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, I was like, 
like, excited. I was just like, oh, cool. Like, you're in the new Star Trek. But, like, in my head, I know, I, all I know of it, it was, like, based on stuff that you guys said. We were like, it's fine. It's not, like, old school Star Trek. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, all right, cool. Good for him that he's on, like, this new season. And then, yeah, I'm like, oh, you're, like, a big person. And I will admit, like, watching the show, I'm like, okay, his character is one of my favorite characters on there. But I'm also, I still have not continued seasons because I'm like, eh, there's other stuff to watch. That's really funny. But he's really nice. He's very sweet. And he's a great D&D player. Cool. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, what, what were we talking about? David Cronenberg. How did we get... <laughs> Jesus. Because he directed... He was on Star Trek. That's how he got there. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Ask him how David... Ask him if he met David Cronenberg. I will, I will do that he, the next it, time it, I get to play. <laughs> okay, good. And try to get me and Tom yeah, in a try, Cronenberg film. Try to get us, try to get us them digits. Yeah, just say like, I know a couple of fucking freaks who would be in one of his films. I should like, I'm gonna watch those episodes and then have that as my in. I'm just like, oh man, what was it like doing that? Oh, do you have that? Yeah. Do you have that guy's contact info? Yeah, can you get me his his number? Can I shoot him an email? I want to call David Cronenberg. What a great job those episodes were, you know? Right. I love the idea that maybe David Cronenberg is really accessible. (laughs) (laughs) Like you could just get his number and talk to him. Just call David Cronenberg. (laughs) Yeah, that's like Crispin Glover. How he put his phone number on his album. But the thing is, you could just call it. I feel like Hollywood every once in a while is just that simple. Like, it's just, oh, yeah, somebody knows somebody and you happen to talk to them and then boom, you have an email address and you're like, how the fuck did that happen? You're oh, right. Right. As in my experience, that's how it is most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Does that mean like we should have asked Mac for Joe Pesci's email? Probably. Do you think Mac has Joe Pesci's email? That'd he be great. might. I, yeah. I mean, he minimum might. he has his email. Yeah. You'd think. I want to email Joe Pesci. Kinda. Yeah. I want to catfish him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Catfishy. Um, All right. No, cat. that didn't quite work. Uh, it's fine. Let's name some more producers, Dave. All right. Big thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. We're on to you, but thanks. <laughs> yep. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Sure do. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Uh, thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Thank you. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you. Thank you to Happy Ed Two O Nine. Thanks, buddy. Let me jump in here. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Manischewitz Maltov. Says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. It's true. Here, yep. here. Thank you. <laughs> mm. Thank you to ET the extravagant terrestrial. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnston's time machine noise. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Four Pagel. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to pre-order Jason Pargin's new book. Pre-orders are super important. Thank you. <laughs> Boy, they sure so, are. So we have actually two bits of Warner Brothers news. Because um, Warner Brothers Discovery is a thing, right? Yeah, that just now, happened this week. And I actually have a friend who works at Turner Classic Movies. And he was like giving us like, yep, we're outside eating ice cream now. Like they're doing like the whole new boss. And he's. Yeah, I remember It's a, it's a new boss week at Warner. Oh, fun. But it sounds like. So the other news was that they're going to reassess the DC stuff. Um, so whoever's whoever's. D- calling the shots now 
has seems to have been listening to our, like to, to our podcast. To our podcast specifically, credit. yeah, yeah, because they're reassessing DC and they're also deciding that they this is such a novel idea they're gonna wait to see how a movie does before go, going into production of the sequels. So they are not greenlighting any more Fantastic Beast sequels until we we they see if this one's going to be profitable mm-hmm. or successful. Yes. And like yeah, that's uh, that's what a quaint idea. I mean, you yeah. know? it sounds it sounds so lovely <laughs> that that's yeah. how <laughs> Maybe what a they wild shouldn't... thing to do. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't plow ahead with yeah. a 10 movie series before discovering if people want that. it was five i five or seven right it was five it was five five sure yeah um, they, they announced it as five movies and here we three movies right. in we're like maybe not yeah and like i personally yes oh uh, go on i was gonna say i like that if this is what they're gonna do that means they're gonna have to make movies that work on their own as a singular movie like it's not Correct. part one <laughs> yes there's a, so like i'm not a huge harry potter fan um star i feel like you you like the harry potter i do right? i do but it's hard to be a harry potter fan right now so i'm kind of like it's tough mm-hmm. it's just like i have to take it as like i was a big fan for a while i'm currently not a big fan, but I can't erase all the memories and knowledge I have of the series from my brain, so it's in there. Yeah. It's a it, this is a something that happens in yeah. filmmaking a lot. Like just a lot of monsters. Yes. A uh, lot of bad people. We we learn how to separate those two. It is wild that like Harry Potter kind of created a generation of people uh young people who are, you know, very LGBT Friendly. Yeah, lots of em- like, lots of empathy because the whole theme is just like love people. Right. Like, yeah. Big message, big big message. And right, yeah. there's there's some weird stuff in the series that people have noticed after the mm, fact. There sure but is. Like, yes. <laughs> there's a, there's a banker race, um, mm-hmm. but overall, it it's just like a weird situation that I think everybody's navigating. And honestly, I do think it's. It's it's a healthy process to be like, look, I grew up on this stuff or look, I really like this work, uh, but this person I cannot reconcile yeah. my my feelings. Uh, it's it's not exactly the same, although I figure the more horseshit J.K. Rowling spews out, the more people are going to examine the books and probably find some of that in there because it's, you know, it's right hard not to but like i kind of look at it the same way as you look at like hp lovecraft yeah sure yeah, or, yeah. or your or your mel gibson's or your roman polanski's sure or anybody who you didn't or i guess woody allen although i never liked woody allen neither did I. Like anybody, I tried yeah. too yeah, i tried I, in high school i tried a but couple times and i'm like oh i this i don't care for this <laughs> yeah it's right. like oh i get it but like i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> right. It's any it's anybody that you realize at a certain point I cannot support this person. Yeah. Um and I I think most people kind of float between everybody seems to have their own line and I feel like with Harry Potter fans it's probably very much like I'll go back and watch the movies. Uh but new movies? I don't know. Like the trailers for this boast from JK Rowling 
And it's like, really? You're still putting her name up there. Yeah, Maybe you're legally yeah. obligated to. I think they have to be legally obligated to. But also, like, yeah. these movies were like, I watched the first one. And I'm I'm a big advocate of, I don't want sequels if I did not like the first one. And I didn't like the first one. What an idea! Yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the other layer to this is that these movies suck. Yeah. Like Didn't... I think we commented yeah, last time we saw a trailer for this, they're not even like advertising the main character in the trailers. No. Like he's not a factor. It seems to be they they grab Jude Law and they're like, "Listen, this is like it feels desperate, right? Like it's there like we're going back to Hogwarts and look, all the things are there and they're riding around on broomsticks and Dumbledore's there. Like they're clearly just trying to make another Harry Potter at this point. Yeah. And it's it's sort of like, listen, it's over. It's over. Yeah. And I whoever whoever has taken over Warner Brothers, I feel like sat them down and said the same thing, which is like you you gotta make new things. Yeah, because uh, everything yeah. everything about the Fantastic Beasts like era, me as like when I, like as like someone who did enjoy the first books and was kind of like oh I wonder how it was like in the past every take and thought and idea in this like in these prequels I'm just like I don't I don't like any of this I don't resonate with any of this it's right it's and also like I know like at some point like they go around the world but that first movie was based on the U S and it was just like oh. Did you not do any research of what was going on in the U.S. in like the <laughs> 1910s and 20s? Like, right. none of this makes any sense. And it was just like, oh, this was written by someone who does not know this, like this culture, you know. And right. like, so I was just like, I was just put off from that. And that's why I was like, well, I'm not going to watch the rest of them because a, these I don't like the story. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. Right. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't care for, like, Johnny Depp in there either. I was just like, none of this feels good. All this feels icky. I'm, yep. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And it's so many things have fizzled out. And I realized, like, if people, if these studio execs are wondering, like, what's Marvel's secret? I think the secret is they have decades of source material to cannibalize, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, they don't run out of stories because they've already done, figured them out. They already know where everything's heading. Whereas this, this and Star Wars, like, I, I don't normally like to see, like, be happy about misfortunes, but these are big studios, so who gives a shit? They're not people. Like, I'm, I love that Star Wars was like, we're going to do one every year, and it lasted a few years, and then they're all like, we're going to be very quiet now. I think it, mm -hmm. and I think it I, lasted exactly three. Yeah, yep. and I want this. I want Fantastic Beasts to fail, so these studios will learn, like, like this like like it's that thing of like if you don't stop making them this is how it's always going to end it's always going to end with a whimper yep and like you're not going to finish your your series because you just kept making more and more you, until people got sick of it yeah, yeah you, you also can't it is a business but also it's the business of storytelling so it's like you can't right. just focus on the commerce side of it and hope the story falls into place because that's the why people like movies is because they like the fucking story right like they yeah. don't give a shit about your quarterly needs for a tentpole movie like if, if warner brothers had hired like another writer to write a fantastic beast book series and i know like at the time when they started we didn't know how horrible jk rowling was but even then like make another book because the reason like the harry potter movies 
are fine. But the reason they did well is because the books kind of like gave them a backbone to kind of go off of. So they didn't have to do everything in the books. Like if you watch the movies just on their own. Right. A lot of stuff doesn't make sense unless you've read them, you know? That's true, because I haven't, I've only watched the movies, and especially Same. towards the end of the movie series, I started to get pretty confused. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they stop, I want to say, like, after movie three, movies four through eight, which is ridiculous that there's eight. Like, if you don't read the books, you're going to be, you're going to maybe get the gist of the movie, but you're going to be, there's, you're going to be a little lost. And so that's the only reason those movies work. With this, it's like, you need, if you're going to do this, you need the backbone. Like, if you're going to, like, make it a big old franchise, make books. Have the fans kind of feed off of that and then go toward it. So at least you have something to work off of. But, like, otherwise it's just like, that's why what you're saying with Marvel, they have stories for days. And, like, people can go and be like, oh, let me read the original story first and see what they're going to go do. Right. All, they should have done like a TV show. They could have also, yeah, like they could have just done an original thing. I would say another big part of this, and a lot of these is like, I don't know, have someone write it who just wants it to mean it. something. Yeah, please just at, at the very least, like it's great to have that source material like Star was saying, but at the very fucking least, just write it first. Don't be like, we're going to make five of these one a year. Yeah. Write the thing first and see if it even is anything. Yeah, exactly. And like have it mean something because you can't write a mo- like you can't go movie to movie and like jazz this series. Yeah. And like you need aren't to look give at the- a shit. Have- yeah, you need to look at the whole picture, <laughs> write it in it. advance and make sure it means something. If if you have a gay storyline that can be plucked out and modular like it's happening with this. Did you hear about that? Oh yeah. The yeah, they for the China release they just lifted the couple lines and it's like so you designed it that way didn't you you designed it so that it could be lifted out for other audiences that sort of spineless corporate thinking is like you're not making a real story at that point you're making it yeah this is like very long commercial to sell product it's not right like yeah and movies yeah and a lot of blockbusters are accused of that over time but it's gotten to this point where it's like the balance the, these are the examples of the balance getting too far to the studios and the good news is that most people are like yeah this is gross like most people don't like this shit yeah uh and so no yeah they've they've the first fantastic beasts did pretty well but it, the second one did like well, half that well the second and, yeah, one because yeah. it was terrible from what i remember because i I spoiled myself before. I did not go see it because I was just like, I'm curious. Look, tell me what the story is and then I'll decide. And it was stuff like Nagini is actually like Voldemort's the big bad guy's snake who's like a big part of the story, the original the original series. Like, right. was actually like an Asian woman who had a disease that she slowly turned into a snake and then got stuck that way. Huh. So. Oh, I do remember that So it was from like, wait, you mean to tell me <laughs> The snake that at the end of the Harry Potter series, which is very much just depicted as this is an evil snake. This is a beast. It is a evil, evil thing. And it gets its head chopped off by like one of the other characters who's like a big hero. Used to be a woman who had a disease and the bad guy like kidnapped, essentially like was like, I'm going to take you in because now you're just an animal. Like 
knowing that's the end of that character's like whole arc is so tragic and sad and not now like oh what a tragic tale just like that's like offensive it's that's just horrible that is pretty offensive yeah, yeah. one of the few asian characters too in the series too where you're just like oh uh, wow yep. yeah, wow that's you bad. just you 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 did that cool yeah cool 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 this this shit feels it's another reason why marvel works is that for all my problems with marvel at this point it's never joyless it's never like it feels like they're trying yeah (laughs) they're still trying and this is just like this stuff where it's gross and it's 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 joyless and it's corporate and it's just we're not yeah Yeah. people are not into it anymore i do like that at least marvel gives themselves space to experiment too they're like we might not experiment with our movies but we at least have like these tv series where we could like Mm-hmm. You know, doodle right. here a little bit and see what works. And yeah, like yeah. My biggest note still is they definitely make their gay characters modular as well. Yes, that oh, yeah. is true. That's a, that, yep. Yeah, uh, and so I want to see them actually work a gay character into a plot where they can't just like cut a single scene and suddenly they're not gay. Like you know, come on. Yeah. 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 Come yeah. On. <laughs> I want to see. I would love to see Moon Knight make out with another handsome dude. That would be. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be fun. Right, and it, it's wild to me that they're treating it like like what is this? The fucking sixties? Like Jesus Christ! Like Disney. You're Disney not shot, doesn't you're know not, what to do with themselves because they're just like no. Well, they really we, we want the conservatives to still really like us because they give us a lot of money because of our quote unquote wholesome image. But then they're just like, but also. Yeah, we can't like it's just uh, they keep playing. Like, well, this but also room. like they have so many like people, artists working for him, them and who have who were gay. So it's like it's just like you can't you can't Fucking pretend Howard Ashman saved that company. They, yeah, right. you can't you uh, you owe the LGBTQ community uh, so much for where you are right now. Like you. Yeah fucking grow a fucking spine disney you're already you already own everything yeah. you might as well yeah, like, I'm, yeah i'm really proud of like all the employees that were like i am going to say things now because they yeah. could all walk they could easily all walk and it would just be like you guys they are did fucked. i think didn't they yeah. the animation uh and the animation studio they all walked out yeah Right, but I and mean, Burbank. like for more than like a, a day or two, like for more they, than a day, yeah. If they yeah, were yeah. like, no, 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 and which I mean, even the day worked because they like, yeah. were like, hey, we're not going to fund any politicians right now, and and I was like, well, yeah. good, keep that up. But like, man, if the employees yeah, really right. wanted to fuck them up, they could be like, you're going to gay the fuck out of everything in this park. <laughs> we're gonna, yes. we're gonna show the princesses holding hands together, and they're gonna sweetly like hug and give kisses on the cheek, and they're gonna be a couple. Like you don't have yes. to like make it like quote unquote obscene. Like they don't have to be fucking everywhere. Like it's just. Sh- uh, ge- but they can be. Gentle, but they could like, be. They'll do that downtown Disney. Gentle, yeah. sweet yeah. affection. That's all. Right. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, this is an entirely different conversation but that's what's happening in florida right now where they're associating talking about being gay with like grooming and sex and it's like that's not the same thing no how is it not at all uh you're making it that i was like uh yeah i was like what happens to the little mermaid doesn't she get married at 16 (laughs) 
Like, sure does. Right. She sure gets married sure at does. 16 years old to a grown-ass yeah. man. Like, she has a line, I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child anymore. That is a yeah. line, she says. And three days later, <laughs> she marries up. an adult man. Who found her nude on the Who beach fa- and she yeah. couldn't talk. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking <laughs> Wrapped her up yeah. in trash and moved her in his house. <laughs> Wild movie. I think the yeah. progression was, at least, at least Jasmine, I think, and Aladdin were both like 16 or 17 or something. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's yeah. it's kind of unclear how old they are, but they appear to be about the same age. Yeah, right. But jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the people in charge are cowards and can be bullied. Oh yeah. And Disney feels like it seems like that's what's happening with Disney right now. But they gotta fucking commit. They gotta. Yeah. They really do. That needs to like we'll, we're not going to donate money to politicians right now. It needs to just be we're not going to donate money to politicians. Period. Right. Yeah. Perhaps corporations, Perhaps corporations shouldn't, shouldn't be allowed, be allowed to, do to do that. Do that. Yeah, but that that's a be... different podcast. <laughs> when are you guys going to start your, your political journalism podcast? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Team up with Cody. Oh. Cody, another Cody, Katie uh, podcast no, with you guys. We're going to take them down. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to compete directly. directly with with yeah. <laughs> While we're both writing scripts for their show. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, next news. They're making a spirit Halloween movie. Sure. And honestly, this is a case of striking where the iron's hot, where someone told somebody that they're a meme and they're like, yeah, let's do it, baby. Uh, it's starring Christopher Lloyd and Rachel Lee Cook. Sure. It's, yeah. it's about a <laughs> Halloween store that appears in a deserted strip mall where three middle school friends uh, like break in. And spend the night, and they find out that the store is haunted, and the by a spirit who possesses the the animatronic uh, characters in the spirit Halloween. I am a hundred percent behind this. Me too. I think it's like a good classic kids Halloween movie. Like I feel like yeah. we grew up with stuff like this, and it's why not do it? Yeah. Right. I've seen a few takes, like this Variety article actually has it, where they like almost cynically are like, ah, another like toy tie-in, like Transformers or Barbie, and it's like, hold on, <laughs> we're talking about Spirit Halloween here. Yeah, yeah. They're not like they're not some big corporate entity. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe I do, they are, but <laughs> I I do wish that plot was a little more imaginative. <laughs> um, yes, of course, of course. Like I feel like you could have a lot of fun with the idea of a spirit Halloween movie. I want to know. Yeah, I think it's. I want to know what they're gonna do with all the like. You know how like spirit they have all this like IP fraud type stuff. Like all the costumes oh, yeah. are right. just are just off, or like their titles of these costumes are like they're just not the actual they're, thing. They're legally distinct. Right. I want to see those costumes. That would be great. Um, in this movie. I want to see how they get away with like barely skirting IP. I think that would be funny. <laughs> right, yeah. where they're like, oh no, the white-faced stalker man yeah. is attacking. <laughs> Let's get the boy wizard Larry Potter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be so good. Yeah, I part of me wishes they got like, <laughs> like Ari Aster. <laughs> like I would have liked them to do like a gritty... <laughs> dark horror movie where they're like no this is gonna be terrifying but this is gonna be for like i think pre-teens. this is for yeah, kids this is for children yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah which is that's it should be kids i guess kids need their own content yeah <laughs> yeah i just for sure. i want they're not the ones I, digging on the meme though <laughs> right that's the, i want i want one of these tie-ins because 
I, I always think of Ouija 2 that got Mike Flanagan. And, like, that's still a PG-13, but that thing, that movie, like... That movie rips. Like, that movie yeah. goes for it. That is what you were just describing, Dave. It's exactly. like, what if we took the board game movie and made it scary? <laughs> right, but the, I would argue the first Ouija was, like, it's that, it's that like, teen horror where it's like, yeah, we're still trying to be scary, but we don't want to make it a horror. I want, like, you know what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I want, I would like, want David Cronenberg, Cronenberg to do Spirit, Spirit Halloween. Halloween. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Spirit Halloween be... grows inside of you. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be so fucking good. What? I guess, I mean, I wanted to ask, like, what, like, ho- kids Halloween movie do you guys remember growing up being your jam? Like, in the sense of, like, that it was made for children. Because I also know, like, the you Garfield guys... Halloween special. The Gar- Garfield um, Halloween fe- special but, I fucked with, yeah. Yeah, the other problem is, though, like... I watched horror movies. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Outside of the actual horror movies that you guys were exposed Um, to, probably Gremlins would be the one that I watched the most. That was sort of intended for children. There was, yeah. um, For me, there was this cartoon. I can't remember the name of it, but the premise of the cartoon was that one of, and this is like after Saturday morning type thing, where like you know after the cartoons they show a movie. There was. A, in the movie, a kid was dying. Like one of this, the group of kids, their best one of their friends was dying, and they had to go through all of the different versions of Halloween around the world to like find their friend's soul and rescue him from death. And the end, huh. yeah, the end of the movie resulted with like death essentially telling these kids like your friend is still sick, he's gonna die. What do you offer in exchange? And all of the friends offered like ten years off of their own lives to give to their friend. Oh my god! Yes, and th- so this the, was a ch- the friend still lives to be like thirty, but it's I get it was just really weird. How many it always yeah. stuck with me because I was just like, those kids are gonna like when they hit their like fifties, like death is gonna be like, yo, knock knock knock. Remember when you saved your friend? I'm here to collect. Yeah. And that just yeah. always stuck with me. And that was like, and I don't remember the name of it. It definitely was a cartoon. If someone could like find that. Yeah, that's haunting. But I never saw that. Yeah, I don't know that one. It was, yeah. maybe it was like Tree of Life, not Tree of Life. Like it was like the Halloween tree, <laughs> something tree. I don't know. It was weird. And it it stuck with me because I always thought about what would you do if you gave away 10 years of your life at the end of your life. Yeah, that's fucked up some death note shit mm-hmm. it would be amazing if death turned to one of the kids and he's like uh you don't have enough years to give i'm sorry <laughs> oh right yeah they're all cashed him in and death's like okay he's like right and it turns around to leave and stops oh uh jimmy um i'm only gonna be able to take four from you yeah. what do you I mean i'm only gonna this. be able to take four from you <laughs> in fact when i take away those four you're going to have to come with me now. <laughs> We're just going to have a swap right now. Yeah. Um, man, yeah, someone someone tell us what it is. Because, yeah, for me, it was like Pet Cemetery and, like, I guess Labyrinth. Labyrinth is a fucked up film, right? It's That's pretty wild. Like, like Return to Oz. Uh, but Return those aren't really Oz, Halloween movies. They're just yeah. kids, kids' movies that are just incidentally fucked up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's just Garfield Halloween special. Yeah. For me and I, the Evil Dead. A lot of Simpsons Halloween too. Oh yeah. But you know, those weren't necessarily made for kids either. 
So really, yeah, it was, was just yeah. like the Garfield Halloween special in Gremlins. Like every everything yeah. else that yeah, I was watching like well, Ghostbusters, I suppose, but. Ghostbusters, yeah, Ghostbusters. That is the yeah, thing. Ghostbusters. I actually, I just looked it up. It is called the Halloween Tree. It's based on a Ray Bradbury novel. Of fucking course it is. Nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety three animated fantasy drama television, produced by Hanna Barbera, directed by David Cronenberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the kids give up a year at the end of their lives. I was just like, that's not going to do shit. Yeah, would yeah. you buy? Would you buy this kid four more years? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll much. take it. But Leonard Nimoy did a voice in it. Oh man, I hope I he voiced. I hope this. he voiced one of the children. Yeah, I was gonna say if oh. he's if he's not voicing one of the kids, they did it wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's making um, no effort to disguise his voice. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch this now too. This looks like something. Oh, man. Well, Dave, we should probably name some more producers. Oh, right. We're done with news stories. All right. Big thank you to the Midnight Patron. We're patrons at midnight. Thank you. Uh, Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew, the proud Satanist house. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you to Vincent. Thank you. Thank you to RevMD. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Thank you. Thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm! Thank you to Space McNulty. Ah, Space McNulty. Uh, let me mm. jump in here. Thank you to your mom! Thanks, Thank mom. you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew. Follow Marina on Twitch and Patreon at Heartfist Brain McGuire. Yeah, do it. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Thank you. Whew. Episode over. Not so fast, Dave. <laughs> Uh-oh. Aren't Uh-oh. you forgetting something? Oh. Uh, we'll, plug, we'll plug stuff? No, 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 Dave. Okay. I need you to, to open up your ears. Okay. Just just open up your little ear peepers. Okay. And hear the words that I'm asking you, okay? Okay. Do you me have a movie? Okay. That deserves more hype. Yes. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I have a movie. I have a movie that I feel obligated to tell people about in case they don't know. That's a kind of that's a, that's sort of deserving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen. I don't know if people know, there's a film out there called Tromeo and Juliet. It was written by James Gunn, uh, and it was a trauma film. And it's, I have a signed copy of it. Uh, <laughs> trauma is a studio that purposefully does just disgusting, vile, stupid, badly made films. And they're so good at doing them. They, of course, made The Toxic Avenger, which is getting remade. Um they're so good at that combination between feeling genuine, but still being fun and gross. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like Neil Breen, where it's like, it's hard to, it's hard to recreate it. And part of the reason why is there's a man named Lloyd Kaufman who has just been doing this since, I don't know, the eighties. Uh, and he's just like this weird old man who's, you can never quite tell how much he knows 
Like, he knows it's weird, right? He knows it's all weird. Yeah, but I think uh, he's... The point is... I feel like he's the only one who's, like, truly earnest in his writing. Right. <laughs> yes. He's certainly and the he, best actor in this trailer. <laughs> yeah. So he is making... And you know what? He's getting up there. I'm not saying that they're going to stop making trauma films, but they are now adapting, I believe, The Tempest. Sort of. Uh, it, listen, as much as Tromeo and Juliet, uh, it, it, this is called Shakespeare's Shitstorm. It is brought to you by Troma. It's currently touring in festivals, which means it'll probably be out pretty soon. Uh, they're not going to like put it out in theaters, so it's going to tour and then it's going to go to streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's looks like a very clumsy social commentary, which... Wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Um, about, like, cancel culture and, and like, uh, right-wing, like, religious. Like, it's that idea of we're going after both sides. But it's trauma, so it's going to be really, really <laughs> sweaty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's about... Might even say... One might even say poorly executed. <laughs> right. I've also learned that someone I know is in this film. I don't want to call him out, but... But I'm so excited for him oh, that he gets to be in a trauma film because I, I guarantee he's wanted to be in a trauma film for a while. Um, so it's about what what is it even about a pharmaceutical company making um, uh, like it's the opioid pe- epidemic. Mm-hmm. And it's a pharmaceutical company that a man is going to destroy. And the plan is they they have this like yacht party and he's going to give a whale x lax <laughs> And the whale is going to shit all over them. Uh, And there's like a resistance. And then it seems like what happens is they like poison all the people with this designer drug. And it becomes this uh, uh, just uh, uh, a shit show. The the, the review I see here is uh, Eric Fox, who does the the, uh, effects, seems to take some inspiration from the look of failed balloon animals. <laughs> and, Perfect. Oh, Perfect And the shunting scene in society. Good God. To create some fairly jaw-dropping moments of what the fuck am I looking at? Uh, there's a couple creatures that's been labeled uh, Armadildo <laughs> and Cock with a Cock. It's a trauma film, folks. Yeah. It's a trauma film. It's not for everybody, but it, you know, you know who you are if it's for you. Is this supposed to be, what like, also mock- mocking, like, Island of Dr. Moreau or something like that? So, yeah, it's all over the fucking place. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but what Troma film is... I, I Honestly, I actually legit think Tromeo and Juliet is a very good movie. I mean, for what it's trying to be. I haven't watched it in a while. But, I mean, that one is narrated by Lemmy from Motorhead. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful choices. Troma, of course, by the way, is the distributor of Cannibal the Musical. Yeah. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. Lloyd Kaufman discovered Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Oh. Yep. Universal, once South Park hit it off, Universal is like, hey, can we buy that from you? And he was like, nope. Nope. (laughs) Because everybody rejected Cannibal the Musical. And then Troma was like, oh, we'll take that. Yeah, we'll We'll take that off your hands. (laughs) And then then they got famous. And they're like, well, shit, this is going to give us some money for, you know, a while. Uh, yeah. Troma, what do you guys think? In or out? I mean, I'd, I'll watch it for, like, a bad movie night. Why not? Yeah. 
I mean, Star, you've been in trauma level. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I... I always forget you're in that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not opposed to movies like this. I think they're fun. Uh, yeah, this is, this is, this is up my alley. <laughs> yeah. It's very much like an old man who's, who's going to go off on, like, cancel culture, which isn't to say it's, like, going to be upsetting more than it's going to be like eye rolly i'm sure yeah. at times um but it's trauma man we love them yeah <laughs> they're they're they exist my i am so baffled why more people don't like like if i was like brad pitt i would do a trauma film i would do a trauma film yeah i don't ben know kingsley like there's so many actors who it's like why aren't you in a trauma i mean film? ben kingsley has done like uve bowl film so Right, I, which I if argue is worse. You did the Love Guru. Yeah. yeah, do a trauma film. Yeah, like the Love Guru is worse than the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, if I was Maggie Smith, I would be in a trauma. <laughs> film. Oh man, could you imagine? Just the entire so the good. entire cast of uh, Gosford Park. Oh my god. Oh yeah. That would be great. Yeah. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I recently watched a movie called I want to say Ice Truckers. Space truckers, ice space truckers, something like that. Oh yeah, space trail truckers. Yeah. Yeah, and what's her name? Um, Angela Houston was in it, and I was just like, Oh, That's Angelica great. Houston. Yes, Angelica Houston was in it, and I was just like, She's too good for this movie. But every time she was there, I was just like, I want more of her. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I'm reading here that Kevin Costner was in a trauma film. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like before he was famous. Man, that would have 19... been a while ago. I don't know. It, it looks like it must have been the 1980 film Malibu Hot Summer, it, 1981. That I'm I'm guessing he wasn't even in it that much, but he is on the cover. Like it is, <laughs> it is. They're using him as the. Uh, it's it's very much uh, Tom Hanks in that D and D movie. Oh, it feels yeah. like yeah. Yeah, man, eighty-one. You said that's that's two years before Kevin Costner gets completely edited out of the Big Chill. So, <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not a big star yet. Wow. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that's it. Sure. I I remember watching the Toxic Avenger for the first time and being really upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's an upsetting film. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of movie to 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 throw at a kid in second grade. Oh. oh yeah, you don't want to do that. Uh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like I've I don't I don't sit and watch Troma's movies. I don't like them all that much, but I have always enjoyed kind of what they're about. Mm-hmm. You know, just like wa- their vibe yeah. and like Lloyd Kaufman's vibe. Like I'm I'm glad he's out there making this. Yeah, I was thrilled to meet him. I always wanted to meet him. Oh yeah, and like we we had a we had a booth for Cracked mm-hmm. across from the Troma one. Um, uh, Michael J. White has been in Toxic Avenger too. That's <laughs> oh hell yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Really? Yeah. Anyway, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Look, the be- yeah, the, it's it's sort of like the um, uh, who am I thinking? Who did the um, Fantastic Four? The first one, the first one. Oh, Ronnie Cox. Oh, who's oh, the wait. filmmaker? Oh, Roger Corman. Roger Corman. It's the it's the Corman vibes where like. He like Lloyd Kaufman has this like spirit of filmmaking, like energy, mm-hmm. where he makes me excited about indie horror, uh, and he makes trash, and he makes it with so much joy, 
and he says yes to everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and that creates situations where like, yeah, James Gunn has him in his in he's in a Marvel film. He's in a Marvel film. Like, he um, sure is. Yeah. Because James he took a shot on James Gunn, you know, and he let him write uh fucking Tro- Tromeo and Juliet. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It, you're, I used to watch a bunch of films like I, I used to watch them as a teenager and then you get older and you're like, all right, yeah. Yeah. the humor isn't doing it anymore for me. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Lots of respect. Yeah, for sure. He's got a really good um, on one of the episodes of Cursed Films. I can't remember which. I think it's the uh, Landis one about the Twilight Zone movie. Uh, mm. he, he's interviewed for it and he gives a really uh, cool interview about just about like even you know on his micro budget tiny tiny productions he's still like no i'm not putting anyone in any kind of harm's way it's like it's just we're we're just making a movie a movie's not worth that yeah yeah he actually seems on twitter i mean uh, uh, feel free to correct me if i'm wrong people but on twitter and stuff he seems like a pretty decent guy too like uh i think he's yeah i think that's part of the reason he's survived so long is because yeah it seems like he treats people well at least on set. Uh, Michael J. White, by the way, first three movies. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The Toxic Avenger Part 2. Okay. The Toxic Avenger Part 3. Oh, keep going. Wow. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who is he that in Turtles is, 2? He's credited as Audience Man. <laughs> oh, he must be in the nightclub. Oh, I'm going to comb yeah. through that frame by frame tonight <laughs> looking for him. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. Wow. Good for him. <laughs> Good Honestly, for him. yeah. That's a real, real solid three peat there. <laughs> yeah. What a great start to a career. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Man. If I if I ever meet him at work, like every once, because I my day job is I edit for a company called BlackLove.com, and they've d- definitely done interviews with him before, and I edit those videos. So I'm like, if I ever meet him at one of these like shoots. I kind of want to ask him about Toxic Avenger 2. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to have to. And be like, hey, uh, so I need to know, what was that like? Because <laughs> yeah. I doubt anybody would bring it up, especially in the context of the like what he's always on set for, which is just like, I'm going to talk about my marriage. And like that's right. really what he's there for. So he, I don't think anybody would ask him ever about his first movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he probably would be delighted. It's like... I don't know. I I want. I really want to ask Paul Giamatti about duets because I feel like he'd have something to say about that. <laughs> don't know if it'd be good. I but... would. I'm fascinated to hear it though. Yeah. Right. Or he's like, you're like the tenth person to think they're clever by approaching me about duets. I don't know. It's either one, right? Like maybe a bunch of people are like, I need answers, but frankly, I need answers. So, <laughs> you know. Oh man! Well, um, guys, that's a sewed. We've done it. Yay! That is a sewed. We did do it. Oh, Star! Thank you so much for being on. Of course, of course, anytime. What do you want to? What do you want to tell people? What do you? What do? You, where do you want to send them? What do you got to plug? Um, yeah. I have three things to plug. Go read my webcomic Ruby Whipple at rubywhipple.com, and then also go buy art at starlinearts.com. And if you're into Judaica art, go buy my art at atarasarena.com. Do it. That's it. Cool. Yep. <laughs> cool. Do that, people. Do it. Please, please do. They, 
Oh yeah, for sure. Weddings are expensive. Oh my god. Weddings are expensive. It's so dumb. Yep. It's uh <laughs> <laughs> You won't believe how expensive they are. <laughs> right. Dave, why don't you tell them some stuff? Yeah, uh, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. You go on there for just five dollars a month, you get access to a bunch of uh podcasts is uh, what i think they're called uh-huh. tom and jeff watch batman fox Mulder is a maniac star trek the next futurama spiel boys star actually did the art for one of those Yay. uh that would be fox Mulder mm-hmm. is a maniac uh every friday night that's the night this comes out we watch movies with our patrons um oh real quick a little bit of business uh oh, right. we're not gonna be doing a we just watched uh for monday just because we're fucking busy. It's Easter. Uh, and then we're also taking a week off the first week of May, I believe. Yeah. Um, not much is going to change, except there won't be yeah, a hype cast that week. And, and, there won't uh, be a hype cast or we just watched. Yeah. But for, otherwise. For one little old week. Yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you guys will be all right. Um, but we'll yeah, s- check out the Patreon. You're allowed, you're allowed a little vacation. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have a store. Head over to GameFlateEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on. T-shirts and stickers and mugs and posters, all kinds of junk. So, you know, cruise on by there if you if cruise. if you feel like it. Yeah, there's some artwork from Star. Yeah. There is. Go, go buy art, everybody. Yeah. I feel like everybody yeah. would feel better in general if you just bought some art. <laughs> right. It's true. It really is. Yeah, you, you you wouldn't think how much difference just hanging up a piece of art can make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be weird, sexy fan fiction art. It can Absolutely. be anything. It can be some Cronenberg stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm huh. about to send could you to like, a link to an artist I started following on Twitter that I could barely look at his art, but it's so good ooh. that I need, I'm going to send it your way. Uh, I'll just say, oh, yeah, if you do. guys go uh, on Twitter, the guy's username is Slop Jockey, S-L-O-P-P Jockey. Um, it's some weird shit. It's some weird gross shit, but like artistically done. It's very Cronenberg. Um, I'm fascinated and horrified when I look at his artwork. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, All right, that's good to the know. best kind of fascinated. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it's definitely uh, like, oh, I can't look away and I feel gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm looking at it. It's some HR Giger stuff. That's great. Ah, uh, dope. All right, let's end this podcast so we can look at it. All right. All goodbye, right, say everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.